Welcome to Live Committed. It's a central platform for the Ariel Tribe community, where we believe in the individuals about executing the discipline of standards plus habits are going to equal results in their life. On this podcast, we want to provide a space where you can learn to grow through conversations and connection with other people to reach the highest vision that you have for yourself, mind, body, and spirit. And at Ariel Tribe, we are passionate about results. So whether you're feeling stuck in your business, your marriage, your spiritual journey, or whatever's going on in your life, we would love to invite you to the tribe to learn how you can live a committed life. You can always visit us at www.ariel-tribe.com. That's A-R-I-E-L-tribe.com to learn more about who we are and how to get connected to the tribe. So Aaron, let's get on with the show. What's up, tribe? Hello, tribe. We are back. We're back. We're here. We're looking forward. It's happening. <laughs> it, we, I, all the things that we're doing. Yeah. We're, we're doing all those Full things. Full 360 perspective. <laughs> Alert. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So uh, interesting. Um, this last podcast episode that we did um, has gotten some traction. Which is great. Um, which, first of all, thank you. Yeah, I, I thought, I mean, listen, I feel like kudos to you. There was some preaching going on last, last <laughs> episode, and it was good. Well, I, uh, that one hits close to home, and it's so, to me, the whole content is just so reachable. Like, it's so practical, and, and it it has fingers into every every part of your life. And I think that's one of the reasons that it took off, right? It's one thing to talk about something theoretical, but you're like, I can, like you said, I can grab it and then I can go do something with it. Yeah. And and I think one of the things that happened was as people listen to it, they're like, Hey, I have a friend who Mm -hmm. would really benefit from this because of where they're at. And so, um, that's something that lots of shares and, and you guys need to know that that helps us out a ton Yeah, we appreciate that. when you do that. So thank you. But, um, there's just a lot of that going on. And, um, so we wanted, we wanted to take that and expand it. So it's been a couple of weeks since we recorded. Um, we've both been running around busy. You've been yeah. traveling a ton yeah. and you got a busy couple of weeks. We got a busy couple of weeks and you know, the interesting week is around the corner. So there you <laughs> and go. then the big event. <laughs> the big event. We, uh, we've been talking a lot about that. I'm, yeah. I'm excited to podcast on the other Thanks. side of that. I am too. We'll dedicate a whole episode to just, Hey, what'd you learn? Yeah. Um, so the that I- ice is cold, <laughs> not sleeping is exhausting. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Learned that maybe I'm dumb yeah. for trying to do this. <laughs> yeah. We'll find out. How did you lose an arm? Well, let me tell you about it. <laughs> <laughs> they said I wasn't going to get injured. Yeah. So, uh, what we want to do is in the last couple of weeks, we've been having a number of, uh, conversations and I've had a couple of other opportunities to present this material to different groups. One to my staff, um, actually built some into our, our sermon on Sunday. And, um, there's been a lot of really cool conversations that are coming out of that. That's awesome. And so what I want, what I thought would be awesome and, and, uh, I think it'll be beneficial for us is to just talk about some of the themes that are emerging out of those as people have questions, what, what about this? Or what does that mean for mm-hmm. this piece? Um, we'll talk about that. And then, um, I, th- I thought it would be fun to, you know, we talk about gratitude as the answer, how, what is the actual exercise that we actually walk through, um, to actually build on that. And, and so I want to give you, um, a couple and, and I'll actually use some personal kind of vulnerable examples, if that's, that's okay, yeah. um, about how it's affecting me and how it's changing even relationships that I have a really, really hard time with. Um, and I think it's, I think it's profound. That's awesome. 
So um, one of the things that, uh, just by way of review, uh, what we talked about was the right side of the brain is wired like a relational circuit board, and it's it's where connection is managed for us as humans. And so um, when we feel too many big emotions for too long, that's our two criteria, uh, our relational circuit breakers pop and we're unable to connect. Um, we're hardwired for connection, but it's this protection mechanism that the body does in order to keep us safe from things that are dangerous to us. The problem is it often will not serve us because the relational circuit breakers will pop in spaces where we actually need them to stay engaged. And so um, we want to figure out what does it look like when our circuit breakers are popped? What does it look like when our brain is functioning in a whole way? That's last week's episode. Go back and listen to it. Uh, out of that has come some questions because people are like, okay, I want to be whole brained. Like Correct. I don't want to live broken, know that I'm broken and not be able to do that. Yeah. So when it pops, like what tools, how do I get back to center? And yeah. So one of the questions that has come a lot to me and, and this actually in our, uh, life group that we have every week. Uh, where we talk about um, some of the sermon stuff, that one of the things that emerged was there was a big conversation around, um, well, but what about the other person? Like, how do I stay whole-brained when the other person is crazy or they're coming at me or they're yelling and screaming or or whatever? Um, <clears throat> this is what's interesting. Uh, the assumption below that is uh, how do I... Am I still allowed to leverage your poor behavior to justify my own poor behavior? <laughs> I mean, that's really the assumption yeah. below because that's what we do, right? Like, oh, well, if you're going to yell at me, I'm going to yeah. yell at you. You Correct. know, I'm not going to, I'm no doormat, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. You know, um, and, and so what I, what I want to um, just offer is this isn't about angry or happy. Think about it in terms of being open to the other person or closed. Am I, am I open to who this person is in this moment? Do I care about um, where, what's happening in them? Um, and, and am I okay uh, to stay in a space of openness and vulnerability toward you, uh, even if I know that you might lob grenades at me? Well, what if they say something that's going to hurt me? Oh, well, I told you uh, off the mic. I mean, I had one of those about a month ago yeah. you know, with my dad, and I was like, well, this is this is really interesting and really hurtful. I mean, and I had to be in that space where, Hey, this is my dad. And how do I continue to love even in, you know, in a mode that there, you know, there's boundaries to it. Right. right. We talked about that. Right. And, um, I thought last week you did a great job or I'm sorry, in the last episode at articulating that, but it just is you're, you're talking about being open and to that wholeness of like, who am I talking to? Right. Um, circuits popped. Right. Right. <laughs> you know, but how, how do I know that, that I'm growing as a person is in those moments that I can stay calm and show love and grace, forgiveness and compassion, because there'll be a moment that it's going to have to come my way and that this relationship is one that, that I want, I want that to happen. Yeah. You know, even though it's hard and I'm like, this person's never going to change. Like right. I love my dad, but it's 74. I mean, that cat is who he is. He's entrenched. Yeah. It's like, you're not going to wash the stripes off that zebra, you know? Right. It's like, all right, got it, dad. And, but how do I still love in that? And there's moments like that is really hard. Yeah. And you're like, no, you're right. You're being an absolute jerk right now mm -hmm. where I kind of want to punch you in your face right. if I'm being honest, but how do I, th that's not what God calls us to do. Uh, we all know that, but when in the real life, it's, it's super tough. And so I'm excited to talk about you know, as an extension of the last episode, 
so, hey, Aaron, what, what are the tools that I can use, right, that when that's happening, that kind of snap me back to center and kind of have that clarity, mm-hmm. you know, so that I don't get wrapped into, well, you know, pointing fingers. And if, if you're going to peacock, well, then I'm going to peacock. And right. That doesn't get anywhere. Yeah, I, I feel like that whole posturing thing, it's so interesting. Um, like, at the end of the day, I, I have, I've got to be able to manage and make, and I'll give you an example. Um, so preaching this sermon last Sunday, it was, there was some controversy in it. Um, it, there just was, and, um, people respond all over the map. That's just the way sure. people work. Right. And they respond out of their own stuff. They don't respond necessarily, even though it comes as a critique of me, they, they respond in, out of their own stuff. Um, so as I'm reading some of the positive emails, uh, from an open space and, and, being aware of being open and being whole brained is kind of a new world for me in that I, 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 as I reflect back, I can look at moments where I was, my relational circuits were popped and I can look at spaces where I was functioning in a whole way, but I didn't know what to call it. So as I have an intentional vocabulary for it, now what's happening is the more that I'm aware of being whole brain, the more that I'm trying to press in and understand that. So it goes deeper and deeper and deeper. So I'm, I'm reading these really positive emails uh, and people are just being thankful and, you know, I really appreciate you as a leader and we're That's in cool. and all that stuff, which is wonderful. And it hits me the weight of, man, if I... If I say something that's wrong, they'll be in the same spot. Like they will follow me over the edge of the cliff like a lemming. Oh, gotcha. Um, if I'm not careful. And so the words that I speak have this like I was like I sat in my garage uh, yesterday afternoon and just wept uh, for probably 20 minutes, just like sitting with the Lord and with these messages, there was probably, I, I came home and took a good nap, uh, cause I was pretty whipped. And then, um, uh, you know, so I sat, sat with these, I had probably 15 emails and, cool. and Facebook messages and, sure. um, and sat with them and, and sat with the Lord and like, Lord, help me understand and feel this. And this just overwhelming, profound sense of holy cow, like the responsibility, this is really something. Yeah. Um, and, and it, that you know that op- that whole brainness that openness allowed me to be able to really receive the the gravitas of this experience right like what this is so much more than just do you like me do you not like me sure which is what we're constantly trying to measure yeah you know that's true to <clears throat> the other side of the coin is some of those um messages were less than favorable and and normally what happens is as I'm reading it, I'm debunking all of their points. No, you're wrong here. You don't understand this. You're dumb. You don't, you know, whatever, whatever goes on in my head. Um, and I actually, as I'm reading one of the me emails in particular, I feel like starting from my knees, this sense of anxiety raising up through my body and, and it gets like right to my chin and I'm like, no, like I'm not going to do this. Uh, this is not, I'm not going to choose to let this message rob me of this thing that I just experienced, this profound like moment of gratitude and, and, um, just overwhelming, like, wow, I don't, I don't deserve this. Like, who am I that people would listen to me? Um, and so, uh, I'm not going to let that go away because this one person, and, and what's interesting is because I chose not to let the anxiety overwhelm me. Um, I was like, no, 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 I, I'm still really thankful to be in this space. Like it, 
it flipped a switch. It was the most bizarre. And again, I'm not like a super high feeler. So these, all these feeling things is all new from like, <laughs> this is crazy, but it works. Um, so, uh, I'm sitting in this space and I'm reading this email and for the first time, and I mean, I get, I get negative emails yeah. off, like whatever. Um, it's part of the job. It's part of the job. <clears throat> and so, but I'm reading this email for the first time in, in my entire ministry career, which is 30 years. I'm able to look at it and go, I can see what's going on behind the words. Like there's so much fear and concern and, and a desire to protect. They're not, they're not mad at me. They're not like, I don't like Aaron. That's not the issue. It may express itself that way, but that's not the issue. What the issue is, is there's this stuff going on below the surface for them that they're, they're afraid that they're losing this thing that's meant so much to them and they're trying to protect it. I can, I can honor that, Yeah. but I can only get there if my brain stays open, if I'm whole brained. Um, and, and I don't think that's compromising someone's principle. You know what I mean? In terms of like, is I'm listening to you? You know, I don't think that, I think that's a great place to be. And I, and the thing yeah. is, I, I didn't compromise anything to stay in that space because I, I, I disagree yeah. with what, what they're saying was wrong. But what I can say is, I can honor the fear. Yeah. I can honor the fear that's going on there. And to me, I, another way, at least the way I process that is there's a desire to seek to understand. Mm -hmm. Just because I desire to seek to understand doesn't mean I agree with where you stand. Right. Right. I mean, the, 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 there's a different spirit that takes place. Yep. That, hey, I'm not going to agree with Aaron here, but I'm really curious, you know, as you as another human being, like what is going on to take the time to think about unpacking that. And as I'm listening to you, I kind of feel like that's going on. And so in my mind, that's a, that's a higher level, right. Of, of growth, you know, I don't want to say spiritual growth, but just growth overall Yeah. that like, cause you said, Hey, I would have dismissed it before, but there's a, there's a deeper sense of, um, clarity, you know what I mean? An insight that's coming from what's sitting behind the words. And I would have dismissed it in a way that leaves me angsty. Mm-hmm. And, and so now I'm in doing this internal verbal sparring match and my wife comes down the stairs and I'm in this anxious, angsty mode Yeah. and she says something to me and I turn around and snap at her. Why? It wasn't her fault. Like she didn't do anything wrong, but she now is receiving the brunt yeah. of my inability to stay open. Um, that happens, yeah. uh, you know, it happens all the time. And here's the thing about uh, your relational circuits blowing. You can't prevent it from happening. Um, it happens faster than conscious thought. So what, what you need to do know is two things. Number one, uh, it happens before you can react to it. And number two, um, you can strengthen your ability to endure and stay open, but that takes time like that. And that's what we're talking about gratitude. And, yeah. I'll, and I'll talk about these couple of exercises here, um, to walk through this, but, uh, but that's the, the what's going on there. Like you can, it is going to happen to you, but you can strengthen that muscle so that it happens less. You're still going to experience moments. And the truth is because relationship is what it is, like I can do something to you completely not knowing that it's going to set you sideways. And it does, it sets you sideways. And I didn't know. Yeah. Uh, then there's things where it's like, we get into an argument and I'm going to just yell knowing that it's going to go to a dark place, but I don't care. That, like, that's one way to do sure. it. Um, but at the same time, um, I don't, I, I can do things completely 
innocently. Like I didn't mean to do that. And yet it winds up in the same space. So we're going to visit that place, but we can get stronger in that. Um, one other introductory piece that I would give just before we jump into the exercises is this. What, another piece of conversation that people have been having with me is, okay, but if you're whole brained, that means you, you just have to let people walk all over you. Like nice equals no boundaries or kind and compassionate and loving equals no boundaries. Um, and that's way yeah, off. That's way off. <laughs> it's, first of all, it's not safe. But secondly, what, what, I've, what I've discovered, even in just this, um, this new world, what I've discovered is I actually have the capacity to profoundly confront people. But when I do it from an open space, um, they hear it different. Yeah. They hear it different. And because I'm not inviting them to war, I'm actually speaking from a place of peace. Where I speak from is the place I invite people to speak from. So if I'm speaking from peace, I invite you to speak from peace. If, I invite, if I'm speaking from anger, I invite you to get angry. Um, and so because I'm in a place of openness, I invite openness. And so as we're having this dialogue and I can lay out the, the hard stuff, um, people hear it different. Yeah. It's far more productive. So it's not no boundaries. It actually um, is just a, a reframing of how we present the boundaries that matter to us. Correct. And um, it also is uh, an opportunity to reevaluate what boundaries are actually important. What we find is when we're at peace, when we're open, maybe those aren't as important as we thought. And I also think you said something I feel like really struck me was when you're in that place, your, your lens is different. Right. Right. Like you really have drawn a very clear distinction between meaning if I had to read these emails before and how I read them on Sunday. And I think everyone needs to try and cultivate to try and stay in that space as, as often as much as possible. Right. So, yeah. so how do you do that? What does that look like? Um, because that provides peace, mm. you know, when you have that sense of calmness, awareness. Um, and I really think it's a matter of, Am I seeking to understand or not? Yeah. Like to me, that, that to me, I feel it's the spirit of everything. If I'm coming to you, Aaron, like, hey, can you help me understand that? Yeah. Like, what it like? What does that mean? What does that feel? Because I don't get it, and I don't agree with it, and that's okay. But there can be a really healthy dialogue, especially in a sensitive relationship. Yeah. Which I kind of threw on there for the first time. Hey, Dad. You know yeah. What I mean? yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, like, how do you do that? You know, like, hey, I know he's gonna come out for Thanksgiving. Like, how do I, how do I sit in the same room after you said some really hurtful words? Yeah. Right? And things like that. Yeah. I, you know, I, I think of, like lots of us have strained family relationships at one level or another. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I have have and am still working through um, my own set of those strained relationships as well. And one of the things that's easy to do is to um, sit in the position of, but you did this wrong and this wrong yeah. and this wrong. Therefore, I'm justified in feeling the way I feel. Um, it, your behavior doesn't justify my behavior. My behavior doesn't justify your behavior, yeah. right? My goal is to work on me being open. And then I'm allow, I'm, I allow myself to see you differently. Yeah. So the things that you did that were real, it was painful, it was real, but I respond to it differently. So rather than flying off the handle or every time you walk in the room, I want to, I'm ready to my, put up your dupes. Yeah. Um, now I'm in a space where I'm like, you know, gosh, I, I, um, I, I really want what's best for you. I have a, a particular relationship that's um, relatively sensitive, so there, I won't give a ton of detail about it, but uh, this is a person that I was incredibly close to for years. Um, 
we did we worked together we did everything together we did everything together um live next door to each other um I, for the longest time it, he, this is a this is a a person who became very very unsafe for me and so for the longest time it was just a distancing and and a nitpicking like I'm pick you apart I'm pick mm-hmm. you apart I'm gonna pick you apart both directions, both gotcha. directions. It was, uh, and it was, and it was what I've come to understand as I reflect on this relationship through a whole brain perspective is part of why it hurts so much. Why I'm so angry and disappointed is because I love him so much that it's hurtful. Yeah. Um, it's hurtful to see the choices that are being made. It's, it's so hard. Um, and so, um, I'm grieved by that. But when I can stay in that space and go, gosh, I'm, I'm grieved, but I love him. Um, what it opens the door to is, um, I actually can still really appreciate things that, that he's done in my life that have made a huge impact. Um, rather than trying to be dismissive and I don't care about you and like, and this is, this is a relationship that's a difficult one for me, um, right now. And I'm, and I'm trying to work my way through it, but um, it's one of those things that the more open brain I can see it through, the more that I can love um, that person and um, still, still not safe. That person is still not safe. Yeah. Um, but I don't have to feel like I got to be ready to throw punches every time somebody mentions their name. Sure. So, so couple, how do we, how do we work through this? A couple of exercises. Yeah. Um, remember we had said last time that the, um, the answer to being half brain when your relational circuits are popped, the way to get them back on is gratitude. And we casually mentioned there's a lot of different ways. I want to give you a couple of things to do specifically, um, that will help you to be able to set, reset your re- relational circuits. Um, here's the first one. The first one is what we call the gold, golden moments. Um, this is going to be especially valuable to you if you're a Christian, first of all, but if you, if you're not a Christian, but you value meditation, this will also have some value to you. Um, if, if you, um, sit in a space where you're like, okay, I want to, I want to sit and think of a memory that I have gratitude for, um, a specific memory that I have gratitude for. And the more specific, the better, but the specific memory, it could be it can be something like, I remember when I got this award, it can be uh, the cup of coffee that I had yesterday morning was fantastic. Like it doesn't have to be something huge. It can be, but it doesn't have to be. Um, to sit in, the, just sit and quiet your soul and, and sit in your own head without distraction, without competition. What is a memory that I'm grateful for? And you can make a list of those. I have a list on my phone uh, right now of about 13 or 14. I'm working my way to 30 of them, but I, I'm building my list. Um, but I have this golden memories list on my phone. Uh, and each morning uh, I sit with it and and um, and just say, okay, so here's this memory, uh, this memory, this memory, this memory. So I'll, I'll read through the list until one kind of, for whatever reason, it sticks out to me. And I'm going to stop right there. And go, okay. Um, then my prayer becomes, okay, Lord, what do you want to show me with this? And I just get quiet. It's fascinating. And again, I'm, I'm not 
super mystical or I'm pretty, pretty pragmatic, but this has been one of the most effective tools for me to be able to let go of some of the negative perspectives that were coloring everything that I see in the world. Um, because what it reminds me of is how good and precious my life really has been. Yeah, there's been lots of hard things, but I've let the hard things be the definers of my life. And I don't think that's necessarily, per I don't think it's, it should be that way. There's been a lot of wonderful, incredible things that have happened in my life. And how what I choose to focus on says so much about how I view the world, how I view you. You know, like, do I view you as part of the, the pain? Like, inevitably, there's going to be, but you're just going to let me down at some point. Um, that's true. Humans let humans down, right? If we're friends long enough, we're going to let each other down. It's just the way it is. Mm -hmm. On the flip side of that, um, we, get, we have so many cool memories, though. Like... We started this really cool podcast yeah, and we did totally. this thing together and um, we built so many cool memories. Like, so which one defines my reality of you? Building a golden memory list and spending time with it each day yeah. helps me reframe all of that. Um, my friend Tom, who's one of my dearest friends, you know, and he, he works with me and um, I was sitting, the Lord just gave me a memory of him um, just two days ago, uh, two days ago, actually, that I did, I jotted down and I was like, man, I'd forgotten about that. And what was fun was, uh, I got to go in, uh, and share it with him say, Hey, you know, I was sitting, I remembered this and I'm super grateful for that. He goes, you know what? I've forgotten all about that. I said, you know what? I haven't, it, it, it was oh, just cool. this really cool <clears throat> yeah, awesome. moment for us. You know, um, it's just really profound to do that. So to take that list and, and let it grow and visit it at five minutes, five minutes each morning, five. I even, mm -hmm. I even set a timer on my watch, five minutes. That's it. Five minutes. And, and then we're done. It's, it's just really effective exercise. It's been really cool. And then to add one more wrinkle to it, as you're getting your list built out, add this, add this phrase to it in the last few days. What am I grateful for? What's been interesting in my own journey, and this is significant, like if you know me, uh, I have over the years struggled with relationships um, because I'm naturally a pace setter driver. And, and when I was younger and less mature, um, I just would steamroll people. That's just how it was my personality. Like you can't keep up, get out of the way. Um, and so uh, what's been interesting is in my transition through this process, um, what God's been showing me is the, how many people I have to be grateful for and how meaningful my relationships are. Uh, that's been profound for oh, that's me, great. uh, which has been really cool. So that is a, that's one way. If you, if you, if you, if you build that list intentionally, preemptively, number one, you're stretching that muscle of joy. Uh, and so what that does is that, um, strengthens your relational circuit. So now they can take more surge without popping. Um, so that's important. Um, but then when you find yourself in a place where your relational circuits are popped, you can just pull that list up and, and just take, take a minute. No, with I it. think that's great. Just take a minute with it. Uh, and it doesn't have to be long, but just to sit with it and go, okay, yep. Cause it just reorients, it reorients the brain. Uh, it's so profound. Uh, so that's a really profound exercise. That's helpful. Um, here's one more. And um, I want to uh, I want to walk you through this one in my own experience. Um, this is uh, specifically a 
I find myself where my relational circuits are off and how do I get myself back online exercise? Um, and this is something that you can actually practice. Uh, and I would recommend that you do, uh, first of all, there's four steps to it. So the first step is, uh, I want to acknowledge what am I, um, what am I feeling anxious about? And you can actually practice this by, by picking something that you have anxiety over that you may not have your relational circuits may not be off right now, but, um, something that you have anxiety about some relationship or some event or some upcoming event. It doesn't, it can be future past. Doesn't matter. Um, what do I have anxiety over? Uh, and what I want to do is, um, first of all, just some simple breathing, like just in the nose, out the mouth, like just breathing like four or five simple breaths just to, to get yourself in your body calmed down. Cause what happens a lot of times, and you can see it in people when they, when they're tense. Yeah. It's one of the key things that they teach, uh, Navy SEALs, you know what I mean? It's just um, been biologically proven. They call it breathe, think, act. And so it's one of those things where they do the box breathing. Mm -hmm. So the moment that anxiety comes, they say the only way for you to like, like consciously control your actions is all through breath. Mm -hmm. So it's a very fundamental tool. Yeah. It's actually really, and if you want to get even more spooky, there is a nerve that runs uh, basically down the, from the shoulder down uh, through the middle of the pec. And so uh, it's called the vagus nerve. I didn't know that. And um, if when you, what you do is if you tap it when you breathe in. So tapping, tapping and breathing in excites the nervous system. And then when you exhale, you uh, just rub in a circle on, in that general area. What it does is it um, relaxes the nervous system. So you excite it and then relax it and excite mm -hmm. it and then relax And it actually calms you, you release, you start releasing cortisol um, that that's built up in your body. Um, so we want to take a minute before we do anything else and calm the body down. Because yeah. if you're not, if you're, if you're physically not calm, the rest of this won't work. Correct. Um, so if you're closed off, like mind your body position, are your arms folded? Are your legs crossed? Are you tense? Are you uh, clenching your teeth? All of these things are signs that there's stress in the body and you need to work on breathing it through. Okay. So that's the first step. Second step is, um, I want you to sit. So you have this, this thing or this event or this person or whatever that you're having anxiety over. I want you to sit with the feelings and the thoughts that you're having for three minutes, not the person or the event or the thing that's getting you upset, but what is it that you're actually feeling? What are you actually experiencing? Um, and that sit with it for three minutes and just recognize it. Yeah. Hey, here's what happens. This is what happened to me. Um, and I don't really care what you think about it. This is what happened. To me. <laughs> <laughs> this is what happened to me. There we go. Um, when I was going through this process, um, the first time, um, what I was anxious about was the upcoming sermon because we were going to say some hard things and, and it was, um, um, but I always second guess myself when there's when we're in the, you know, the voice comes in yeah. and, um, and I, I second guess myself uh, a lot. And so uh, I'm sitting in this space and like, what am I feeling? Well, I'm feeling insecure. I'm feeling inadequate. I'm feeling like I don't, I'm not enough. Like I can't, I'm not the person for this. I'm the wrong person to lead this charge. I'm, I'm probably going to mess it up. I'm feeling like 
I'm going to say something dumb like I always do. Like I'm going to miscue this and it's going to offend somebody and it'll be my fault and, and the message will be lost because of the messenger. What's interesting is God gave me a picture um, of Jesus walking up behind me and opening up my head. And every time one of those thoughts or feelings would roll across my head, Jesus would just grab it and throw it away. And he would go, nope, it's not true. Nope, it's not true. Um, and, and I have, I mean, that's not something I would come up with on my own, right? Like I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't think in pictures. So it's not for me. Uh, it was just this really cool experience of like, oh, and then what was interesting was uh, one of the things that, and we're getting real spiritual at this point, but one of the things that was, um, that the Lord gave me when early on, when I got here, early, early on, when I got here was uh, somebody who was a diligent, like intercessor prayer um, she has just a special connection with God and the things that she speaks are like, Oh my gosh, <laughs> like that's the craziest thing. And it's, you have no idea how much that means. But what she said was, um, one of the reasons why God brought you here was to break down strongholds. Um, here's the irony. They randomly, they live in North Idaho. They randomly showed up at church Oh, wow. That weekend. Wow. They, they just came walking, yeah. didn't know, did not know they were going to be there. They just, she's like, I was like, what the, what are you doing here? <laughs> I was like, it's so funny that you showed up on this yeah. particular day. Um, but uh, that was one of the things. And, and so um, as I'm sitting in this space of just what do I feel? What am I thinking? Um, there was like this, remember, you were sent here to break down strongholds, which I haven't thought about in three years. Like, That's cool. um, and so there's there's that space of just what am I feeling, what am I thinking, just me, not about the not the person, not the issue, not the not whatever is outside of me, but what's going on inside of me. Three minutes. Um, then the next piece is um, to lament with God, and we don't like this part necessarily because we don't like to feel sad, but feeling sadness. Uh, the science behind it is that sadness is actually one of the quickest ways to connection. When people are grieving, we're drawn to them. It's this weird thing um, that's uh, it's just true. I, and I don't know exactly why it's true, but we know that it is true. Um, and so when we spend time just lamenting with God, like, God, I'm grieved that I have to feel this way. Here's what's fascinating. What, what I experienced in that space was um, I'm not sad that... I feel bad. I'm sad that there are people who will walk away and miss the heart behind what I'm trying to say because the heart behind it is good. Yep. That, that was like, and I and I, I got really emotional about it. Um, which again, I'm not typically a very emotional guy, but I got really emotional about it. I was like, wow, that really matters to me. That and it was such a good awareness. Like it matters to me that people are able to actually catch what I'm saying because I, I want to say it to set them free. I want them to be whole. I want them to experience everything that they. That's my heart. And and when they walk away, I'm like, oh, I'm just so sad. I'm grieved for them. So we sit in that space for another three minutes, and then for a last three minute chunk, um, spend time with God being thankful because even what we learn is even in sadness, even in hard things, there's a ton to be thankful for. There sure is. And so I, I need to, I need to hold both of those intention. It's not an either or it's both. It's the gratitude and the appreciation that allows me to endure the hardship well. And so I need to have both of them in tandem. 
if I don't have hard things, I don't have things to be grateful for. If I don't have gratitude, I don't endure the hard things. And so uh, I need them both and I need to hold those both together. And so this is this space where I think it's really, really valuable for us to, uh, to just spend some time, nine, 10 minutes total. But it's a profound way. If you find your relation, relational circuits popped, it's a profound way <coughs> for you to be able to get yourself back online. I think that's one of the reasons we put in the invitation is the daily expression of gratitude. Mm -hmm. And I know for myself personally, it, it's a game changer. Yep. It is. Yeah. And that if you, if you're unfamiliar with the, with the invitation, uh, it's a 87 day invitation that we created. It's at ariel-tribe.com. It's free, yeah. free for you to download and use it. Um, and it's every piece of that is very, very intentional. I would encourage you to, to go through that process. It'll change your life. It'll change your life. Um, there's no, there's no way for it to not change yeah. your life. And, and I've, and I can tell you, I mean, I've taken at this point, multiple hundreds of people through it and, and, uh, it's always the same. They're like, man, I didn't anticipate that it, it would didn't do this anticipate much. it because it's, it's almost like kind of getting slapped in the face. It kind of wakes you up is the way I like to put it. You yeah. know, like, oh my gosh, like, oh, that's who's really standing in the mirror and, and that's not the person I want to be and nor kind of towards that future self. Yeah. You know? And and now what's interesting is people that have been through it are going through it a second time or a third time or a fourth time. Mm -hmm. And they're just letting me know. They're like, Hey, and I got a group <laughs> that I'm doing this with and it's so great. Cool. You know, so cool. it, it's, it's a simple process and, and it works. It really, really, really works. I, I would say, you know, there's, there's components, there's the physical aspect um, and the spiritual aspect, but this heart aspect, I think without it, you and I talked about it when we were creating this. It just doesn't have the same power. Right. Like you can change your physique and, and all of that's awesome because there's a lot of mental strength that comes from that. Mm -hmm. But without the heart, then for what? Yeah. That's, I mean, for what reason? You can be a skinny jerk or a buff jerk. Yeah. But if you don't deal with your heart, you're still a jerk. You're still a jerk. <laughs> it's just still the way it goes. That's right. Just the way it goes. So I hope these exercises are helpful for you. This is super tactical. So, um, and these are things that, I mean... Try it. Try it on. See if it works. And and then email us and let us know how's it going. Yeah. Like, is it is it working for you? You're like, this is a bunch of hogwash. It's a psycho mumbo jumbo. <laughs> you know, maybe maybe yeah. it is. But I can tell you that what it's doing is dramatically affecting my perspective, mm -hmm. which is changing the ethos in my home. It, it's uh, calming everything down. And not that things were particularly angsty before, but it, what it's it, there's just more. I'm more relaxed. And so the vibe that I give off is more relaxed. And when I'm more relaxed, everyone around me is more relaxed. Our energy is real. Like you can, you know, we're going to go down the path of, you know, that sounds wonky, wizardly, whatever. No, we, our energy, we know is felt. Oh yeah. You know, I just, I, I think we may have talked about this on a recent podcast. I got finished reading a book that I feel like is contributes to this. It's the gap versus the game. And and, he's, and he was talking about, we're always forward looking about maybe, gosh, I'm not where I want to be, you know what I mean? Kind of mm -hmm. complaining or whatever, versus pausing and looking backwards and asking ourselves, well, look where I'm standing though. Right. Like what, are the gain, like, what are the gains that I've had that get me to this point? And as I was listening to you, that very much applies to what we're talking about, right? Like in the moments of tomorrow, the relationships, the circuits popping, how do I control that? It's okay to reflect and be like, I've made it through some tough times. Yep. Right. I've, I've journeyed a long way 
And I've, I actually have I fought this battle before. I just didn't realize it till till now. I mean, a, a relationship or whatever it might be. And so, um, I think it's really good. So I think our hope is is that those that are listening to this, you, you just you know, take one thing. You know, maybe your list is three things today. Mm -hmm. You know, you're shooting for thirty. Cool. Someone's listening. It's like you know what? I like this. I'm gonna go. I can hang. You know, get off this podcast, and I can put three things in front of me that are going to be my banner things that I hold on to. Mm -hmm. And then your three maybe turns into five. But I think the key is 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 the visitation to it. Yep. Right? That it, it will be a muscle that you will have to exercise in the next seven days. Yeah. Or less. Oh, yeah. You will. <laughs> you, you will pop your circuits. It's just going to happen. And, and then, like you said, that voice, that voice is a real voice that I don't know how many times a day it comes after all of us says you're not good enough, mm -hmm. you're not smart enough, you're not fast enough, whatever whatever that is, right, that the devil says, all I got to do is just, all I have to do is neutralize you, you know, away from the person that you were designed to be. Yep. And the devil says, please don't be a person of gratitude, because then that that's a force that he can't, he doesn't have the power to control. Right. You know, and so I, I think that this podcast, my hope is, is that people, it really sinks in, you know, to, to what you're saying about, Hey, use this tool, you know, whatever, whatever voices you're battling with right this second, um, to push you forward. Yep. So, yep. That's good. So if this has been helpful for you, uh, we'd love for you to share the podcast, email us and let us know. Um, you know, the Bible says, share all good things with your teacher. So if we've taught you something, if we've helped you see something let different, us let us know. Uh, it encourages us. Um, you can like, and follow <laughs> the podcast. If, uh, <coughs> If that if that's something you like to do, you can rate and review. That helps us out a ton. Uh, but most of all, um, just email us and let us know how, how you're applying it. Is it helping? Um, and if you have any show ideas, you can email those to us as well. Uh, Jason at Ariel-Tribe.com or Aaron at Ariel-Tribe.com. And until next time, we'll be back soon with another great show. We'll be back. Thanks. <laughs>